Good morning and welcome. <laughs> You're the first one in. How are you? Good to see you. Wednesday, February 28th. I am your host, Nina Joe, coming to you live from the DJ Pebble Studio, located in the Mile High City, Colorful, Colorado. Welcome to the program. I'm so grateful to have you with us today. Coach Kyle! Give me 10 right now. Drop it. Give me 10. <laughs> Good to see you. Welcome to the program. I'm so grateful to have you with us today. You're listening to later on the download. Thank you for asking, Mr. Enigma. Hey, cool. Welcome. All right. So um, I have a lot to go over today. Wednesday, fun day on stories, trending music. Um, let's get to the weather. Um, currently in Denver, it is um, 15, and it feels like it's minus 2. Yes, it's very cold out there. It's chilly. Um, no clouds to make it nice and warm. Um, a high of 55 is expected um, with sunny skies. Um, oh, good evening to you. Glad you're here. For my friends and family in Welland, Ontario, um, it is 54, cloudy skies. You're going to have a high 56. Um, but yeah, this special weather announcement. Strong winds are coming. God, 70 to 80 miles per hour. What? Somebody from Elwood City, Pennsylvania, for my friend BP there in the chat. Um, it is 60 and cloudy, and you're going to have rain and snow are expected in your area, high of 63. And then for my, lastly, for Michael in Maryland, Elton, Maryland, 57 and cloudy. Having rain is expected, and um, it says wind advisories, um, 20 to 30 miles per hour. But that's nothing like 70 or 80, so um, deal with it deal with it um so anyway um this thursday tomorrow bam bam and i will be back um doing connecting the movies and their soundtracks and we're going to do the documentary um of i'll turn it down a little bit we're going to do the documentary of uh, the rhodium mixtape documentary that's on youtube so um we'll be doing that starts at 7 p.m mountain standard time um and then i'll play the music from that documentary on Friday. So, you know, I like to start the day with the word of the day and quoting um, quotes today. Um, hi, sweet angel bear. So good to see you. It's been a little bit. I like, I'm glad to see you. Today in Canada is um, anti-bullying day. So I think that we need to bring more attention to that than just one day because it happens all the time. It happens to kids all the time. And then, you know, it seems like that are adults too out there and so um they wear a pink shirt pink shirt day in canada i'm wearing my pink shirt today to 
stand up against bullying. So that's the word of the day today, bullying. A person who habitually seeks to harm or imitate those who they perceive as vulnerable, um, not imitate, intimidate. I was trying to say. All right, the quote is bullying happens because we people prop up their ego by beating up on or humiliating others. And that quote is by Bruce. Bully is a um, bustering, mean, or predatory person who, from a perceived position, a relative power, intimidates, abuses, harasses, or coerces people. especially if they think that that person they are bullying is unlikely to defend themselves. That's how It is a distinctive pattern of repeatedly and deliberately harming or humiliating someone else, trying to damage or manipulate um, the relationship of others, such as spreading rumors or social exclusion. Um, I've had some assholes like that in my life, and they're hard. It's hard. It's hard to get past that and do that, <clears throat> but it happens all the time, and especially to kids. Um, they're often popular, charismatic, and sometimes even have cult followings. They seem able to turn off and turn on their cruel conduct, conduct so that only victims are targeted while other people are treated with kindness. An example is just like a child who is bullying someone can cover up their harmful behavior when an adult. Um, comes uh, around. Uh, that is what I'm talking about. Try to remember the people that people bully because it can be an effective way for them to get what they want. Well, at least for a short time, they do a lot. Um, they lack social skills to do anything without harming others and have learned that bullying is a way of establishing dominance. Usually they continue to get away with their core behavior. Um, usually because nowadays other people won't speak up. Um, you can turn the music down just a bit. Oh, thank you so much for letting me know. I appreciate you. Thank you. You know what? I'm just going to turn it off. There we go. Thank you, Mr. Jigma. Okay, try to remember that people fully because it can be an effective way for them to get what they want um, while at least for short time. Um, they lack social skills to do anything but harm others. They have learned that bullying is a way um, of establishing dominance. Usually they can continue to get away with their poor behavior, usually because nowadays others don't speak up. Um, for that reason, bullying carries the, um, the message that aggression, intimidation, or violence is an acceptable solution to their problems when actually we all know it's not. But one of those most effective ways to stop bullying is to be a bystander who does not reward bullies with their support. Yeah, that really might try to retaliate and you too. But the more you get at the poor behavior, that bully will either stop and win on. I have listened to this. The music is still playing. Are you messing with me? Because it should be off. Um, it should be off. Damn it. <laughs> okay. I hope it's off. Now, I can't hear it. Um, let's see. All right. Here we go. Here's a message on bullying. Play. Schools, they talking about bullying. I'm like, we still bullying? 
Working on your van. I hope everything's okay. Giving me example, thank you. <laughs> gotcha, makes sense. Oh, 
Thank you. Hi, JP man. Good to see you. Thank you, Mike. And this song is Mike Tompkins. It's stand up to bullying, stand up to all the individuals who die um, yearly uh, from suicide. It says, um, hey, oh. Everything starts with one, one person standing up for um, others. So um, just remember, I, you know, most of the, you know, that my son has, well, one of my sons has autism. And so <laughs> I've been bullied. I'm sure every single one of you have been bullied at some time in your life. And like I said, it's not just one, it's not just a person at one times messing around with you. It's the constant you know, time after time, going after, you know, going after you, going after your friends, whatever, all of that stuff, that's a bully. And um, I've seen it straight on and had, you know, had to go in and take control of things, you know, at times that I was talking to Bam Bam about, I remember this girl who literally, it was in sixth, sixth grade into the seventh grade, and she Every single day well, on the way home, she would chase me. She would chase me, scared the crap.
pop out of little Dina Joe. <laughs> and it, all it was, I told him it was this cholo. His name was Robert Rodriguez. And I still remember because every single time, you know, it was growing up, we would stand in lines, alphabetical order to go to get our pictures taken and go do this and go do that. And we were right by each other. So we kind of, we didn't really know each other, but he knew who I was and he saw her bullying me. And all it took was one time him getting in her face saying, uh-uh, nope. And she never bothered me again. So we have to remember when people hurt you over and over, think of them as sandpaper. They may scratch and hurt you a bit, but in the end, you end up polished and they end up useless. So that's an anonymous quote. You got this. I believe in you. Again, that song was Mike Tomlin, Stand Up. And yeah. Awesome. All right, we're going to move on. Get into a little funny, funny, um, the silly jokes of the day. So here we go. I got two of them for you. What do you call a dog with no legs? <sighs> oh my God, this is terrible. It doesn't matter. It's not going to come anyway. That doesn't even get up. Boom, boom. That one's bad. <laughs> Oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible joke. All right, let's see if this is any better. What do you get if you put a duck? Oh, no, this, it's like, it's animal abuse day to day. What do you call it if you put a duck in a cement mixer? Quacks in the pavement. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'll... I'll I'll make sure to really read those next time and make sure there's no animal abuse in the next ones. Holy moly. All right. Oh, well, at least the last one quacks in the pavement. That was kind of cute. That one's kind of cute. All right. I already told you tomorrow, um, Bam Bam and I are going to come back with um, connecting through movies and their sad tracks. So we're going to be watching the Rhodium mixtape documentary on YouTube. It's kind of like the start of uh, rap. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. It looks very interesting. It's free. It's on YouTube. So we're going to do that. If anybody doesn't know, there's some new people in here. Um, B, I always have to say this so slow. BP's Podbean Podcast Nation on Facebook. Go in there and give them a follow. They're trending. Um, and if you have a podcast, you can go in there and promote it. Um, oh, I'm not going to be able to play that one yet because you won't be able to hear it. Um, those of you who also know me have known that in the past, I would say, I think it started maybe two and a half years ago, um, was the first time it happened to me, um, that, um, all, a lot of my information was stolen, um, from, I think the first, the first one was from a doctor's office you know, um, through their websites, my information was stolen. And then it just has happened like every, I don't, it's happened. I've had it six times now. Um, and my son twice, I mean, every single time it was either a doctor's office, um, an emergency um, ER visit, um, somewhere where I had a surgery, where I had to go get x-rays done, social security and the state of Colorado's website. It's all places that you would actually think your information is safe. Um, so, and there's really, you know, honestly, and I talked to, uh, besides putting a freeze on your, all three of your accounts, um, 
there's nothing you can do. I mean, there's nothing that I can do to protect myself from them doing that, from them targeting those places. You know, it's not like what I'm going to talk about, and it's Costco. If anybody's a Costco member, um, there's a new scam going on right now. And it's um, an email that you're getting, uh, and it looks very, they're getting very um, sneaky. It looks just like something from Costco, and it says, oh, you're something about your membership needs to be renewed. Let me look. Where is that? Costco fake. Um, yeah, it says your membership needs to be removed. It looks like it's coming from Costco. Um, this guy was like, wait, what? I just paid my membership. Why, why are they asking me for that? And he said he clicked on the link. And then when he got into it, he kind of figured out, no, they're asking me for way too much information, um, way too much personal information. Um, and then that's when he decided to call Costco. And Costco said, um, to um, go over, you know, the, the bar over the top, I guess, wherever it's coming from and see, um, I've noticed that because I'm getting a lot in my email that says, thanks for your purchase of like 540 something dollars. And I'm like, wait, I didn't buy anything for that much money. And then that's where they get you. They scare you. And then you click on it. So if you click on it and you go over the, you know, the, the little HTTP, WW, you know, wherever that's coming from, you can see that it's not coming from Costco. Um, and best bet is to maybe call the place that is in question. Um, I was even getting them when we have LifeLock, we had LifeLock and I was even getting them from LifeLock. And I'm like, you guys are such full of crap because they would send it to me in my LifeLock account if they wanted to send me something. You know what I mean? They just try to scare you into clicking on it. So be aware that there's a fake Costco um, scam going out there and they're kind of all over the place. Like I said, there's nothing I can do from all those places that my information got stolen, but freeze my accounts. I mean, it's not like I carelessly you, you know, when you go to the doctors, what do they want? They want all your information and you think it's safe. <laughs> you think it's safe when you go to the doctors or the hospital or the surgical center or wherever. Nope, not anymore. And I kind of, and it's not just the state of Colorado. Of course, you know, when I, when I get the letter, it goes out to hundreds of thousands of people that this has happened to. And then the other quick one too, um, the scammers, you know, the skimmers people um, are putting, I get, Lewis showed me this last night, um, the new one that they're putting on uh, ATMs or gas machines is, it looks like, it looks like it's plastic. The guy like popped it right off. It just lays on top of the keyboard. And he says, if you um, before you skim your car, even the, even that has like a little device on it too. wiggle it around, make, see if it wiggles, if it really wiggles and you like touch a key and, and the key is not showing up at the top where you would normally, if you push a one, it would say something. It's very likely that there's one of those things on there. So just be careful there, man, criminals, damn, they're really getting good at what they're doing. All right, we're going to go on. We're going to move on to, um, I told you today, um, while we talked about bullying, it's National Pink Wear Pink Day. Um, where is it? Pink Shirt Day. It's in Canada, but I think, like I said, bullying is important. So stand up for um, somebody else if you see it happening. So National Bullying Day. We're going to move on to 
I'm going to actually look for these chips. Um, they say that they're at Walmart. They're the new Lay's. Remember I told you on Monday there was like a sweet and spicy one? Well, this one is the IHOP's Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I swear. That's what the... That. And then it has a picture of the pancakes, strawberry, and bacon. Um, let me see if they're oh my gosh please let me this be real it says please don't be playing with our feelings i want to see if it, if it says what it might taste like um according to the packaging the potato chips have the flavor of each element of the ihop's famous rudy judy fresh and fruity breakfast that means strawberry toppings pancake syrup yep and bacon um so a little sweet and a little salty and of course um you can find them they're saying at walmart but you know, I'm not going to be going to that Walmart where Josie is. I'm too cold to wear pink today. <laughs> I'm wearing pink. It's pale pink. Yeah, it is. It's chilly today. So Rudy Tootie, Fresh and Fruity. I'm actually going to try to find those. I'll try those. Those have got to be better than pickle ice cream for sure. Um, and then um, Oreos. I'm not a huge Oreo fan. I know, um, but they have two flavors coming out, and this one I would try too. The first one, eh, it's um, dirt cake flavor. You know, you've seen them if you have kids, especially. I've I used to make them for my kids. See the crushed up Oreos, and then like a chocolate pudding kind of thing, and crushed up Oreos, and then gummy wormies coming out of it. Well, that's the flavor. And then the other one is a tiramisu flavor. That's the one I would try. That's the one I would try because I like, um, I love tiramisu for one thing and, uh, and the coffee flavor kind of, yeah, I think that would be yummy. Um, and then they show all kinds of desserts made with the tiramisu and that look really, really good. So of course those are at Walmart also. Um, what time do we have? Oh, wow. It's going by fast. More food, more food. Oh, for tomorrow. Tomorrow is leap day. And is this the one that has all the specials? I'm hoping. Um, no, this one just has the Krispy Kreme. Um, but I know I have another one that has a bunch of specials on it. Um, Krispy Kremes, if you were lucky enough to be born on leap day or unlucky, they say, um, you get a free, if you can prove, show them your ID, you get a free dozen donuts, the regular glazed dozen donuts. Um, if not, you can still get a dozen glazed donuts for $2.29, which is cheap. I have no idea how much donuts are. How much are, like if you were just to get the regular glazed donuts, not fancy donuts, not your fancy ones, BP, that you usually get. I'm sure those have got to be, you know, pretty penny to get a, a dozen of those, but I have no idea how much they are, but $2.29 tomorrow. Um, there's some more spe specials going on too. I'll have to find that link. Um, Oh, wait a minute. This one's really important. I know I'm going from food to this to food. Um, I want to make sure I get this one in. Um, Toyota recalling um, 381,000 2022 and 2023 Toyota Tacoma trucks. Um, according to the recall notice, welding debris left on the ends of the rear axle assembly. I know that's from UBP. You're so awesome. <laughs> I bet you. Um, time, eventually it'll fall off, which can cause parts to separate from the axle. Holy hell, that's not good. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> Toyota says dealers will inspect the rear axle assembly and retighten the axle 
retaining nuts for the vehicle involved in the recall at no cost. Any axle components already damaged from the condition will be repaired and replaced. <coughs> Excuse me. Holy moly. Um, goodness gracious. So that's important. I don't have one. Um, let's see. <laughs> yes, he sent me. Oh, yes, Krispy Kremes, Wendy's. Thank you, Beefy. Dang, I need to pay you. You're like my little secretary. <laughs> my little secretary, not in a short skirt, right? <laughs> he always helps me out. So it's Krispy Kremes, has what? Wendy's. It's Wendy's. I'm a little upset with Wendy's now. Um, have you guys heard what they're trying to do? Mm, Wendy's. And I like Wendy's too. So that was um Krispy Kremes we talked about. Wendy's. Leap Day breakfast deal. It says on February 29th, customers can get a free Cinnabon pull apart at Wendy's location while supplies last. Remember I told you about those new ones they have um, last week, I think. Um, oh, if you want to go build a bear, there's a build a bear special. Chipotle um, is um, giving away free guac if you buy something. Um, duck donuts. Ooh, where's duck donuts? Has? It, wherever they are, it's offering... Um, customers, a cinnamon sugar donut and hot coffee or cold brew co combo for $2.29. Oh, see, $2.29. Um, oh, duh. I just finally got it. $2.29. That's the day. Ding dong. Lights went on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, holy hell. You got to laugh at yourself. All right. Wendy's. Um, they're gonna they're gonna try out dynamic pricing. I think that's what it's called, dynamic pricing, where they said that, and um, they're gonna try that uh, during the busy hours. It, what normal? It'll cost you more. Or if the weather is bad, it'll cost you more. Um, and this guy, I would, I have to find his interview that they played on the radio. He's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're spending, I can't remember how much it was like 20 and $20,000 or something. We're spending all this money on this new system. That's going to tell you all about it. And I thought, why don't you spend all that money on making it a little less expensive for everybody since everything is so, I just can't believe that they're going to do that when everything is so incredibly expensive as it is. It's so hard to just get by. Um, if you have a large family and go to Wendy's, um, you know what I mean? It's going to cost you. It's just ridiculous. It's just crazy. So <laughs> you need to stop doing, yeah, that's when he says they're going to do it in 2025, but still be mad at them. And so that they won't, do it. I think that's crazy. They shouldn't do that. Um, all right. Enough about Wendy's. Um, do you guys like Milano cookies? Those Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies? They're all right. Um, they have a new one that's coming out and I don't understand how it's going to taste. Milano London Fog. You know, London Fog tea? Like the tea? It's quite boring. It's not, it's not a very flavorful tea. It's, I don't know. It's kind of boring, but they said it has a hint of vanilla. So I don't know. Milano London flog teas are out for a bit. If you want to go try to find those, I, I mean, it's not going to be horrible. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, just weird. Um, what is, oh, oh, this, and I talk <laughs> all over the place today and I keep trying to stop saying, um, um, I was talking to you the other day about the Andy's little 
eggs that you bite into the new little Easter candies that are coming out in the bags. They're mini and mini Andes, but it's like a minty cream in the middle. Well, Cadbury, I think it's Cadbury, Cadbury and Dunkin' Donuts have um, collabed together and they're also getting into it. You're going to have little mini eggs and one of them is going to be jelly donut. That one, in, that one is like a raspberry. It says like a raspberry flavored cream jelly in the inside. Brownie batter, which is a milk chocolate shell, decadent brownie batter filled cream filling. And then finally, I'm a coconut fan. So I coconut with dark chocolate shell, coconut flavored cream filling and a crunchy coconut flakes. So I just can't get, I don't know about the cream. I don't like creamy crap in my, I don't like biting into chocolate and having it be all creamy. It just, wow. So uh, those are out there. Let me see what, what BP sent me. Oh, Wendy's. Yeah. Clip. Oh, they're clarifying the dynamic pricing system won't raise price. Oh, well now they're saying it's not going to raise prices at peak time. See, thank you, BP. I could be wrong. I have to read this whole article. I was going off what I heard on um, these people talking about on the radio. So um, Wendy's is clarifying that it's not going, I mean, they must have gotten a bunch of backlash that they had to come out with that. So um, I'll post this story so you can go over it and, um, see what it says. I'll post it on the Dean and Joe uh, Facebook page, podcast Facebook page, along with all the other stuff on here. Oh, the Tacoma trucks. And I can't get this little guy to play, but there's a dog and he, um, he either likes or he doesn't like, you can either go either way. Uh, he hits the perfect pitch notes to a Taylor Swift song. And it's, he's just kind of cute. It's kind of cute to see him singing, but it won't play. So, um, I'll see if I can get it to play some other time. Oh, and I had Mike, you got to tell me if you've ever heard of this, um, event that they have in, uh, here, hold on. It is in, Oh, darn. Florida Man Games. Have you ever heard of the Florida Man Games? Uh, it's at Florida Man Games, big crowds, cheer competitors, invading police and wrestling over beer. Have you ever heard of this before? <laughs> That's what it's called. Florida Man Games. Um, it's in St. Augustine. Um, let's see. It's promoted as the most insane athletic showdown on earth. The Florida man games poke fun at the state's reputation for bizarre stories that involve brawling, drinking, gunfire, reptile wrangling, and other antics carrying a risk of time in jail or intensive care. <laughs> That's why it's way North Florida. Oh, is that where all the crazy people are? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, let me see. James Gordon D of Deland won the first event, waffling down a plate loaded with barbecue pork and sausage in fraction of a second before his nearest competitor. He chugged a beer to celebrate. I've lived in Florida all my life, Gordon said, while washing his sauce off his hands and his beer. They call these events, I call them Tuesday afternoon. All righty then. <laughs> I've never heard of it before, but that's going on. <laughs> Florida man um, games. It's too funny. Cause yeah, you always hear 
the crazy stuff, people doing crazy crap in Florida, getting in trouble, um, doing all kinds of stuff. Oh, in this one, you guys, <laughs> this one, listen to this. This guy, a singer accused of forcing gender transition on a bandmate to steal his girlfriend. Well, that's a little, that one, that those ha headlines get you into just reading about it. So um, it's this band called Lo Lorona, Lorona, and I believe they're in Tennessee. And they, okay, they shared a story on their Instagram page. I'll just read this. Let me read the story. We have decided to part ways with our vocalist, Diego, due to admission of very disturbing and concerning behavior towards one of our band members and their partner. He has admitted to being obsessed with said partner and has been attempting to sabotage their relationship by cutting pre-workouts. He frequently gifts from his job in high amounts of estrogen in them. So he was given this guy estrogen. He has been attempting to force a transition onto him for at least five months in hopes that that would give him the opportunity to swoop in once he looked stronger and more manly in comparison. Stupid caveman mindset that makes zero sense. This tampering has um, caused confusion and thousands of dollars of medical bills the past months trying to figure out what's wrong. We would not know any of this unless Diego had gotten way too intoxicated and ousted himself and then stated an admission to all of this via text. There are many more disgusting details that have been left out for the sake of privacy and general censorship. Holy hell, he wanted his girlfriend that bad? That's insane. That's just insane. I wonder if he can have like um, legal stuff brought against him. I'm sure he could, um, but that's just crazy. That's... Uh, Okay, those are the only crazy stories I have for you today. But God, what is wrong with people? It's just, just wrong. I'm surprised it wasn't in Florida, Mike. No, it was in Tennessee. Um, all right, we're going to just move on to music. How about that from those crazy stories? I can't believe that. I mean, you hear about drinks being drugged and, you know, when you go to the... Uh, bars and stuff people doing that kind of stuff but somebody wanting their girlfriend that person's girlfriend so badly that they would spend all that time doing all that god there's so many girls out there give me a dang break what is what is up i want to see a picture of this girl Let's see what she's all about all right we are going to continue with um the list that I have of 165 songs that were banned after 9-11. Um, I haven't been keeping on track where we're at by number wise. They just come in a list. Um, so uh, we left off at Leonard Skinner, the L's, I guess. No. Yeah. I thought they were in alphabetical order. Um, the song is Tuesday Gone. A little bit about that song. Like Ruby Tuesday by the Rolling Stones, Tuesday is this song is the name of a girl. It's about going away, leaving her behind. Written by lead singer Ronnie Van Zant and guitarist Alan Collins is another I Must Be Going On Now um, song that Leonard Skinner's first album, similar to the theme of Freebird. Um, there was a train track near the place where the band rehearsed. The song of trains inspired lead singer Ronnie Van Zant to write the first line, 
trains roll on, on down the line. So here it is, Tuesday Gone, Leonard Skinnerty. Oh, shoot. I'm telling you, it just keeps doing this. If I play the music, if I start to play it and check to see if it's going to play before the show, and then I go in and play it, it'll play it downstairs on one of the speakers. I have no idea why. And so now, hi, Nancy. So now it's playing downstairs. Ah. I'm going to go turn it off real quick. Hold on, guys. This is Eleanor Skinner. down the stairs. stairs guys i still need help with a name for that stair climb that i'm going to do for the lung cancer a team name a friend Mellotron string sounds to the chorus of this song. It is one of the few Leonard Skinner songs on which Bob Burns, one of the original founding members and drummer, did not play. Atlantic Rhythm section drummer Robert Nix played on the studio version. Bob Burns, however, can be heard playing on the demo version from the same session. Tuesday morning, I'm sorry, Tuesday Gone, Leonard Skinner, pronounced Leonard Skinner, 1973. All right, we're going to move on. Hopefully it won't play downstairs. The next song is Worst That Could Happen, Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge. The song tells about a man wishing well to a woman with whom he still is in love. But because the man was unwilling to settle down, she left him. And it's about to marry somebody else who is more stable. The singer accepts 
that the marriage, um, but still feels that it is the worst thing that could happen to him. Um, it's been stated that along with MacArthur Park, and by the time I get to Phoenix, worst that could happen is about a relationship that Webb Webb had with a woman named Susan. So here it is, worst that could happen, Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge. This is an old one. I heard you're getting married. Oh, there you go. That's a good one, BP. I need to write that down. I thought you said DJ and the strippers. <laughs> This kind of sounds familiar, like maybe my mom played it on the 45 or something. So when Johnny Maestro um, put together an 11-piece band, his managers complained that it would be easier to sell the Brooklyn Bridge than to promote such a large assembly, and the name stuck. Um, Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge, worst thing that could happen, off the album Brooklyn Bridge, 1969. It would chart number one in Canada and number three in the U.S. All right, turn off there, Johnny. Um, and remember, they didn't like it either. If people were celebrating, they were thinking that that would be not good to happen after 9-11. So that's probably why this song was um, ban uh, banned. Yeah, excuse me. Dancing in the Streets, Martha and the Vandals. So according to the song co-writer Mickey Stevenson, the idea of dancing came to him while riding with Marvin Gaye through Detroit. During the summer, the city would open up fire hydrants and let the water out in the street so they could play in water to cool off. They appeared to be dancing on water, he said. So here it is, Martha and the Vandellas dancing in the street. play Motown. It totally reminds me of um, Hanny. <laughs> she liked Aunt, uh, Motown so much. Oh, that's another one. I'm writing all these down. Welcome, Andrew Christopher. Good to have you.
So according to the song's co-writer, Mickey Stevenson, the idea of dancing came, oh, we already saw that, read that part. Why did it duplicate it? Anyway, Dancing in the Street, Dancing Party, 1964, Martha and the Vandals, at number two in the U.S. and number three in Canada. All right, we're going to move on to another one by Martha Reeves and the Vandalas is Nowhere to Run. Um, this is the tale of a woman who knows her boyfriend treats her badly, but she can't help but love him. Mm -mm -mm. It was written by the songwriting team Holland, Dozer, and Holland. Nowhere to Run is the rubric of love you, but you don't love me songs that Holland, Dozer, and Holland often created. Yes, they did. Here it is. Nowhere to Run, Martha and the Vandellas. Thank you, BP, for all those. You're awesome. So along with the tambourine and the drums and snow chains, the kind for tires, yes, snow chains, were used as the percussion for this song. Motown producers often got innovative in the studios, resulting in some unique soundscapes nowhere to run martha and the vandellas off the album dance party 1964 which are number eight in the u.s all right martha we're going to move on to um some dave matthews um crash into me yeah, one of the songs I like by him. Crash Into Me comes off as a very romantic song. I know until I read, I read this before and then I read this again and I'm like, oh, damn it, I forgot about this. You know, <laughs> it, says, it comes off as a very romantic song, but a close listen reveals that this is not the guy you want to crash into. He's crazy for a girl, but in an obsessive, um, um, bad way. <laughs> There's lots of red flags in the lyrics. I watch you there through the window. That's the first big red flag. I, and I stare at you. That's the second. You wear nothing, but you wear it so well. Oh my goodness. Hike up your skirt a little more and show your world to me. Yeah. Oh boy. Here it is. Dang, ruining the song for me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, 
Welcome. We are going over a list of songs that were banned after 9-11 here in the States. About the song many lifetime Dave Matthews fan her um here crash into me as a tender love song despite evidence to the contrary. If you grew up listening to Matthews, a stand-up guy who would never stare at you through a window, it's easy to associate the song with him and not with the swarming character he portrays on the track. <laughs> crash into me, Dave Matthews off the album Crash 1996. It would chart number seven in the U.S. and number 30 in Canada. All right, Dave Matthews. We're going to move on to the next song that was on the list. Band, Live and Let Die. Um, there's been a few McCartney songs in the weeds on here. Um, a play on the phrase, Live and Let Live. There was the title of the eighth James Bond film, Wings co-founder and original drummer Denny Swell said of the song, everybody thought it was cool that we were doing something for James Bond. I remember what I told, what Paul told us. He said a couple weeks before we did the actual recording, he said that they wanted him to write the theme to the next James Bond movie. And they sent him the book to read. And we were up at his house one day and he had just Read the book the night before, and we sat down to the piano, James Bond, James Bond, da, 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 and started screwing around in the piano. Within 10 minutes, he had the song written. It was awesome, really. Just to watch him get in there and write the song was really something I'll remember for the rest of my life. So here it is, Love and Let Die, Paul McCartney and the Wings. You were young and your heart. to say you know you did you know you did you know you did me Thank you. 
initially asked to write the song for the movie for someone else to perform it. He only agreed to write it only if the Wings could perform it. Live and let die. Paul McCartney and the Wings. And Wings. I keep putting a the in there. Album. Wings over America. 1973. It would chart number two in the USA. Good song. All right, we're, oh, we didn't want to quit. <laughs> I swear I have the worst problems with all these devices. I don't know why. All right, the next song on the list is Eve of Destruction, Barry McGuire. Um, Eve of Destruction is the protest song written by P.F. Sloan in mid-1965. Several artists have recorded it, but the most popular recording was by Barry McGuire. The song references social issues of its period, including Vietnam War, the draft, the threat of nuclear war, the civil rights movement, turmoil in the Middle East, and the American space program. The song was offered to the birds as a potential single in in the vein of um, their popular Bob Dylan covers, but they rejected it. So um, went to Barry, here it is, Barry McGuire, Eve of Destruction. Eastern world, it is exploding. Violence, thank you, Mike. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're talking? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save. Hi, Spanky. Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy, and you tell now i'm gonna say something about swinky in a minute <laughs> let's finish this song the american media helped popularize this song by using it as an example of everything that was wrong with the youth culture of its time oh my gosh due to its controversial lyrics some american radio stations banned the song claiming it was an aid to the enemy, Vietnam. Eve of Destruction, Barry McGuire album, Eve of Destruction, 1965. It charted number one in the U.S. And for a reason. 
it's kind of perfect for uh, the documentary that Bam Bam and I watched, um, the Monterey Pop Festival. It was like so peace, you know, everything was peace and they were so against the war. Um, I guess that's not what uh, they, they wanted it to be out there. Anyway, for Spanky, will you put your daughter's um, name or wherever they could look at her on Etsy? She is an amazing artist um and other people if you do stuff too please let me know so that i can tell people about it uh i just he posted one something that she and she does this in a day the things that she does is she's just amazing um amazing artist and so i'd love for people to um check her out i know he said it's on etsy um uh, but maybe if you can throw her name out there so people can um go out there and check her out. She is really, really amazing. She's kind of, you know, when people are blessed when they can do something like that and it just comes so easily to them to and freely, uh, it's pretty amazing. So we'll get that information out to you. All right. The next song, American Pie. Another one I grew up on, Don McLean. My mom used to play this all the time. According to McLean, American Pie was originally inspired by the death of Buddy Holly. Um, I loved his music. He said in an interview, when the whole crash happened, it was a real ache in my heart. So I ended up bringing back all those memories from 1959 and the things that happened later. The day the music died is February 3rd, 1959, when Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper were killed in a plane crash after a concert. McLean wrote the song for his memories of the event. Dedicated to Buddy Holly was printed on the back of the album cover. Here it is, American Pie, Don McLean. I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew it of course. I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver with every paper. Me too, me lady. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. Something touched me deep inside. I know everybody's singing right now. The music died. So bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. To write the book of love, do you have faith in God above? Let the Bible tells you so. How do you believe in rock and roll and music? Say okay. Soul can you teach me how to dance real slow? Well, I know that you're in love with him. 
him cause I saw you dancing in the gym. You both kicked off your shoes. When I did those riddly blues, I was a lonely teenage rock and buck with a great carnation and a pickup truck. But I knew I was out of luck for a day. The music died. Singing bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, put the levee was dry. Then good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this will be the day that I die. This will be the day that I die. Now, for ten years, we've been on our own, and moss grows flat on a rolling stone. But that's not how it used to be. When the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat, he borrowed from James Dean and a voice that came from you and me. Oh, and while the king was looking down, the jester stole his thorny crown, but he told him it was a turn. Now I've heard it was a turn. In the dark, the day, the music died. We were singing, my, my, Miss American, my, oh, my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. When good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, this will be the day that I die. This will be the day that I die. McCain was a 13-year-old paper boy in New Rochelle, New York, when Holly died. He learned about the crash when he cut into his stack of papers and saw the lead story. American Pie, Don McLean, off the album American Pie, 1971. It would chart number one in both in the U.S. and in Canada. Great song. All right. Uh, Spinky's daughter's information um Haley goodhart right there on etsy so check her out she is an amazing artist um just if you go there i just i he sent me something of hers and then i was i didn't get to see it on etsy I, I can't wait to go look at her stuff on etsy i just looked at some of her stuff on facebook and um it's just amazing to me that some people have are so talented in certain areas of their life. And she is definitely talented. Check her out. Give her, I'm um, going there. I don't know if you can follow her, give her a follow, um, do whatever you need to do to support her. All right. We're going to move on to the next song. It's by Mega Death. Dread and Fugitive Mind is the name of the song. In fact, there's two songs by them. We'll play a little bit of them. Um, Dread and Fugitive Mind is about a thief wondering if there is a God. Um, it's about judgment. The great paradox is there. If there isn't a God and you live your life like a good person, you haven't lost anything. If there is a God and you lived your life like a dirt bag, you're screwed. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically what I'm saying is what if there's no judgment? I think a lot of times people have gotten up on their moral hilltop and yelled down to the masses down at the bottom of the valley about their spiritual support, su superiority, and it just alienates you. Um, you know, that's kind of true. Um, 
Here it is. Dread and Fugitive Mind. Megadeth. Those are religious people. I'm a social disease. I come for your wealth. Leave you on your knees. No time for feeling so Oh, you're very welcome, Spanky. She's amazing. That is a little bit of Megadeth. <laughs> Dread and Fugitive Mind. Okay, we're going to just get into their next one, Sweating Bullets. Um, let's talk a little bit about that song. Okay, the lyrics written by frontman Dave Mustaine are from a first-person perspective of someone suffering from schizophrenia. Um, Mustaine wrote the lyrics to express an idea that everyone suffers from the mental illness in their own way. Okay. Stating, I wrote this about myself. It was pointed out to me that I'm kind of schizophrenic and that I live inside my own head. All right. Which is something I don't subscribe to, but I enjoy the theory nonetheless. I think all of us are um, sweating bullets all the time. Society's joke right now, and people are getting more and more hostile. That is very true. When we think about having an evil twin or schizophrenia, I think a lot of us are schizo because we live inside our own heads. There's something we all confer with. It's called are conscious. Some people cannot control their other side. It takes them over. Everybody has a psychotic side. Everyone has a thing that will make them snap. Well, I don't know if I agree with all of that. Maybe to a point, but anyway, let's listen to Sweating Bullets, Megadeth. A little bit at least of it. Welcome, Snap Sue. Paranoid to an 
minute there, and now I can just see like little skeletons dancing, like um, the Oingo Boingo guy, all of his little skeletons dancing. <laughs> That's all I can see right now. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, well, that's um, <laughs> Sweating Bullets, Megadeth, off the album Countdown to Extinction, 1992, chart number 27 in the U.S. All right, we're going to get on to the next song that was banned after 9-11. Um, and it's crumbling down. That kind of makes sense. The title of the song, John Mellencamp. Um, in 20, 2016, Mellencamp dedicated an exhibit at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A display was embossed with the following quote from Mellencamp. Crumbling Down is a very political song that I wrote with my childhood friend, um, George Green. Reagan was president. He was... Um, deregulating everything and the walls were crumbling down on the poor. The song was last recorded and the first single. It was a hit immediately. I felt like I was pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. Now, I didn't understand that. I mean, is that the quote that was that they put on the statue? Uh, I don't know. Here, Well, here's the song, Crumbling Down, John Mellican. I like him. Here's another song too. After this, thank you, Spanky. Thank you, Snapsu. to Green, who helped him write the song, it attempts to answer the question of what to do when success eventually fades and the big time deal falls through. The song touches on Mellencamp's fame as well as the frustrations of losing one's livelihood. The lyrics are inspired in part by Mellencamp's cousin loses his job as an electrical engineer. 
Crumbling Down, John Mellencamp, off the album, uh-huh, 1983, charted number nine in both the U.S. and Canada. All right, we're going to move on to the second song by John Mellencamp that was banned after 9-11, and it's Paper and Fire. Um, like many songs on the album, it deals with social in not in in well, I can't say the word right now. <laughs> They're not being equal. Why won't it come out? My tongue won't roll. And the disparity of the wealth in America. Holy moly. Inequality. You know, not, you know what I'm trying to say, and I don't know why I can't say it. The paper and fire um, represents the dream that disappears when Americans um, are hit with the harsh reality that destroys him. Considering how successful he had become, you might think Mellencamp would be more optimistic, but he always connected with the working class and never fell for the trappings of fame. Another factor is that a lot was going wrong for Mellencamp. His uncle and grandfather had recently died and many of his friends were getting divorced. It was horrible to think you've got to be miserable son of a bitch to write a good song, he said. But I guess that's what kind of the way it works sometimes. So here it is, paper and fire. Inequality. I don't want to figure out that damn word. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mean lady, when you listen to K Rock back in the day. Was Richard Blade a DJ? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. I've told stories about going to K-Rock and hanging out down there with those guys back in the day. They wouldn't allow that anymore nowadays. So there is a line, we keep no check on our appetites. It was created from the 1963 movie Head, starring Paul Newman. The line is said by Melvin Douglas's character, you don't respect nothing. You, you keep no check on your appetite at all. You live just for yourself. Mellencamp liked the movie so much, he named one of his sons Head. Paper and Fire, John Mellencamp, off the album, Lonesome Jubilee, 1987. It would chart number nine in the U.S. All right. We have, wow, let's see how many, there's 
three um, Metallica songs that are on the list. And then um, I don't know if you guys have heard the new song that's out by Linkin Park. I know, Linkin Park. Um, it was one that they did prior to Chester passing away. And um, it's really good. Um, I've always liked them. And I was talking to um, Tammy about K-Rock because I've been listening to it on my A-L-E-X-A. I can't say the name or she'll start talking to me. Um, and it's, it's kind of cool that you can listen to radio stations that you grew up on in another state. And um, so they've been playing and it's really good. So I'll see if I can get that in. I'm going to play this one um, talk about it first. Enter Sandman. Um, it was banned along with Fade to Black and Seek and Destroy. All those songs were all banned after 9-11. But Enter Sandman, written by the band members James, um, Lars, and Kirk. Enter Sandman is about nightmares and things that go bump in the night. James Hatfield's original lyrics was about sudden death, infant death syndrome um, when a baby dies unexpectedly in the crib. The lines off to never, never land was um, disrupted the perfect family and the Sandman kills the baby. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. Um, well, let's listen to it. Here it is. Interesting, man. That would be so much fun, me lady. I would too. I'd take a picture on movies like, do you remember me way back in the 80s? So the producer, Bob Rock, convinced him to change it to make it more accessible and meaning, meaningful. The band had a policy of not commenting on other individuals' contributions, but Rock was an outsider and felt free to speak up. To his surprise, Heffer took it well and altered the lyrics accordingly. Enter Sandman, Metallica, off the album Metallica 1991, charted 
number 16 in the U.S. and number two in Canada. a little bit of this song um and i don't know if you guys have heard all i mean there's been stories about this poor guy and oh, he passed away you shouldn't but it was talked about that if you look at pictures of chester bennington and john is it podosta podosta supposedly there was like all these little rabbit holes that um he's the love child of that man and if you look at the pictures they look almost identical um and that guy's no good he's not a good guy um but anyway it's sad he's i i loved his voice um the new song that they have out it's called friendly fire here's a little bit of it lincoln park Tell me the words I've forgotten, what we were fighting for. Staring right into the darkness, through an empty open door. Can't put back what's been broken, can't change the moment. We went too far. We're pulling apart for no reason. California. I have not heard it out here yet, except for when I listen to stations from California. that's important it happens way too often um so wear a pink shirt and stand up against bullying today and every day if you can we need to stop it you know it's way too 
easy that people think it's okay to hurt one another and uh it's not so yeah anyway um we're gonna stop the list right there thank you guys so much for being here today i appreciate you guys so so very much uh, you mean the world to me when i can't pronounce words <laughs> I'm like you know I, I it's just the way it's my tongue doesn't roll i've heard you know people say you can't speak spanish and i said no and they say it i said my tongue doesn't roll and this girl said this is how you practice when you can't say your r's you say pot of tea pot of tea right pot of tea but you have to say it faster and faster and faster and then it rolls your tongue i guess Party, 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 party. See how it rolls? So I guess I got to practice it a little bit more. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to move on. I'm going to leave you guys like I always leave you. Let me turn it up so you can hear it. Because it's all the way down. <laughs> Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world. But don't let the world change your smile. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great, great day. Remember to go check out um, Haley, H-E-L-E-Y, Good Heart. Um, and it's good in H-A-R-T. Haley Good Heart on Etsy. Let's um, help promote each other. And uh, if you have something you want to promote, just tell me. I'll be happy to do it. Um, I know Bam Bam has stuff and his wife does candles. We need to get their stuff out there. I love you guys. Have a good rest of your day. I will see you on Friday. Oh, tomorrow. We're going to um, do the Rhodium Mixtape Documentary. So be there. Be square. Maybe. One, two, three, <laughs> That's loud. <laughs> Love you, mean lady. Talk to you soon. Love you. Have a good day, you guys.